And welcome back to It's Not a Sport After Dark. In this episode, we're going to be talking about my favorite mobile gacha games and why I really enjoy playing them. So, quick history lesson. Back in, I want to say 2009-ish, 2010-ish, I was playing Assassin's Creed, and I was a huge Assassin's Creed fan. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and Assassin's Creed 2, all the way up to Black Flag, have been some of my favorite games. And the reason behind that is the history of it. They were the only games, really at the time, that were set in actual real-life history. Where you got to kind of learn more about characters that actually existed within our time. And I really, really enjoyed learning about that history. Through Ezio's journey, through the pirate storylines of Black Flag, going to the Bahamas, going to Rome, Italy, learning about the church. And yes, it did have a mix of fiction in it with the Apple of Eden and all that. But I'm a huge fan of history and I really enjoy stories that redefine or put a twist on history. So with that being said, we are going to talk about my favorite mobile gacha games and why I've been playing them for really the last two years. And since Japan kind of rules, you know, pop culture, we're going to actually start with a manga called Vagabond. So Vagabond follows the story of Minamoto Musashi. And this is Minamoto Musashi from Vagabond. It follows his stories as he wants to grow and become a great warrior and samurai, but also a very in-touch Buddhist monk. And his duels and his fights, it also follows the story of some other characters and, uh, and side characters. But Vagabond is one of the best adult mangas out there. If Berserk is number one, Vagabond's probably number two, three, uh, or four, depending on who you ask. But it is a great story with great visuals and amazing storytelling and action scenes. And sadly, it was never finished to its fullest, but it is a very well done story, and I recommend that you give it a read if you have the time. Moving on, well, why did I bring up Minamoto Musashi, right? I said that Japan kind of rules the pop culture uh, scene, and I also brought up history. And this is when we get out of manga uh, and go into video games, mobile video games. So one of those video games, and it is one that is very famous that I'm sure or that you've heard of. It's a video game. It's a t. It's an anime. It's a manga. It's very popular is the fate series specifically fate the grand order is the mobile gotcha game i'm talking about and i'm talking about that because they also have their own interpretations of minamoto misashi and here she is they gender bender uh, her or him she's female now she's a very popular character within the story of fate the grand order and this is really what the fates franchise is about and why I really liked it uh, growing up and watching it and playing the game. 
not only does this mobile gacha game have i think a very good story and yes it is a gacha game and has predatorial values and like any gacha game before it does but its story and how it takes characters from history and implement them within its own fictional world within its own rule set it's super duper complicated obviously people in the anime community have done videos talking about how complicated the fate series story is but it was originally a visual novel that took heroes from history the most famous one being saber or Octoria or king arthur as in the anime community as everyone will probably know and recognize this face and then you have other characters such as hercules um they have hercules they have gilgamesh in there who is a fictional character from the epic of gilgamesh and so many more servants and characters that they've added from history from legends from myths from just stories overall and that's what i really love about this game other than it's okay and cool interesting gameplay elements it's reading its story and learning about new characters that actually existed within real life history or fiction is super fun for me it's learning along the way with the game it's learning with fun and i have always been a sucker of taking mythical stories or histories like that and putting your own twist on it that's why greek mythology and games like god of war are very very exciting experiences for me anyway talking about fate the grand order and this miramato musashi and this version of, of her or him we're going to talk about the next version so here we are and their next musashi is a little bit different so this Musashi comes from the mobile game, and it's another gacha game, yes, Azure Lane. And Azure Lane is a little bit different, where it doesn't really take stories of fiction like Fate the Grand Order does, but it takes actual real-life, or mostly real-life, battleships from history, from World War One to World War Two to pirate ships, and it takes them and turns them like Fate does into hot girls or hot ham uh husbandos or whatever right because it is a collecting gacha game but this one is grounded more in war in history so this musashi is actually a battleship and we're going to talk about her background next but for the same reasons where this game doesn't have a whole lot of story elements to it it's it's writing is nowhere near as good as fake go most of the time i end up skipping it uh and I do, you know, like other aspects of the game and its gameplay, and it's very, you know, easy to get into. It's also one of the games with a better gotcha rate than Fate the Grand Order or Genshin Impact or even Diablo Immortal per se. But learning the history of each faction throughout World War II, U.S. ships, British ships, Italian ships, learning how the technology has advanced over the years from world war ii battleships versus you know today's modern warships so quick history fact of course before we get into more real life examples musashi is a battleship right battleships were the kings of the during world war ii they were super big they were large they were wonderful battleships so what happened to them 
why don't we see them today? Well, they just became obsolete. So now a lot of cruisers and destroyers are a lot faster than battleships are. They're probably a lot cheaper. They have missiles now, so they have longer range than they did. They can outrange battleships. They're not they're smaller targets and they're just more proficient in the water and ruling the seas from a technology standpoint. So in World War One, where battleships were the king crown jewel of the ocean, in World War Two, we started to see that that was not be. And what happened was, well, ships such as uh, aircraft carriers are now the big crown jewel of the Navy and military with battleships in the ocean. So aircraft carriers are now the new battleship. They rule these. So that's just kind of like a quick explanation of what happened to battleships. And I learned that through playing this game. So before now, we're going to get into more of a history lesson. Let's introduce Usashi again. And here we are. So this is IGN Battleship Musashi. And this is the real Musashi from real life American history. She, yes, she was a ship that actually existed and served within World War II. She is one of three battleships of the Yamato class. The other ones being Yamato and Shinano. They are the largest battleships, I believe, ever built. Um, especially Shinano, who was retrofitted into an aircraft carrier instead of a battleship. They all sunk, for in Mushashi's case, she sunk to uh, airstrikes from an aircraft carrier, and her wreckage was found in March of 2015 by Microsoft, but she sunk in 1944 in October. So that's just a quick little history lesson. I believe Shinano, off the top of my head, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, uh, Shinano was sunk by an American submarine, and Yamato became kind of a suicide kamikaze ship, and she was also sunk during uh, around the same time. So all these ships are some pretty big ships, and they were really, you know, top-tier battleships for their time that Japan made. And this is... This is her. This is what she looked like. This is, you know, a photo of her. She launched in uh, 1940, and she sunk in 1944. Very simple. This is what I'm talking about, where I would never have been invested in this or learned about this if it wasn't for uh, Azur Lane and just learning about how these ships, you know, came to be. Uh, their history of it, kind of more learning more about the history of World War II, the history of the technology behind the military, and all of that. This is why I really like these types of gacha games, and because I can learn more and level up my knowledge along the way. So, with that, we're going to get into the last Musashi, uh, Minamoto Musashi, and then maybe we'll talk about a little bit more history of uh, battleships in general, or just like the actual Minamoto Musashi. So, let's get into that. And finally, we made it to the end of the Musashi roller coaster, being the real Minamoto Musashi, who actually existed. He is 
was a Japanese swordman, swords, swordsman, excuse me, philosopher, strategist, a ronin, and he was a Buddhist monk as well. He wrote a number of books uh, through his time living. He lived in 1584 uh, to 1645, so within, I believe, that's like the 16th century around there. Uh, he was famous. He was considered one of the Japanese sword saints. Never lost the duel. He had 61 duels, and he never lost it. And he's most infamously known also for his two-hand sword style. And he's been integrated into pop culture a lot, which is, you know, how I know about him, how I've learned about him through Vagabond, through Faith the Grand Order, through, uh, well, not really Azure Lane. That's why I learned about the ship version of him, right? Because it's after him. But... He is a very prominent figure within Japanese history and Japanese uh, storytelling as well, which is super fun, again, to learn about. His books is called The Book of the Five Rings. Of course, there are other numerous characters that are like this. Uh, Chinese history has a lot of characters being re-perpetrated into manga, into films, into you know video games. One of the most famous uh, Famous, you know, books or authors, you could say, is like Sun Wu, who wrote The Art of War, for example. And you may see him in other, you know, pop fiction uh, or pop culture out there nowadays. But it's super enlightening to learn about these characters and to learn about their history. Just to learn about the time period, too. One of the my mangas that you, I really like, if you kind of want to learn about our twist on... Chinese history is Kingdom. So Kingdom is very, very long. You can also watch it. It's an anime, but that's another one if you want to get into more Chinese history. But there, are, and then of course there are a ton of Greek uh, storylines and twists, and also a Nord's storylines and twists like God of War, for example, or Love Olympus, which is a rom com about. Hades and Persephone, or just Hades, the video game in general, right? So these are tons of things that they take real-life stories and they put them in their own world and make a or platform out of it. And this is why I really like the gotcha game. I do like collecting stuff. I do like having things that people don't have or can't get for a while. Um, I'm not a fan of, you know, gambling or, you know, any sort of predatorial values like mobile games and gotcha games generally come with. But learning about the history and the story and the gameplay, a lot of the positives for me outweigh the negatives. And the negatives are completely generally in my control. Wrapping up now, I wanted to leave with this. So I got into these games not only for history and gameplay, of course, you know, no jokes aside, there is a lot of not safe for work content about these games. And I was already invested into the Fate series as a kid. The shit that kind of sold me on Azure Lane was New Jersey. And this is Azure Lane's New Jersey. So, she's one of the strongest and most sought after ships in the game currently. And, of course, you may be asking, well, what about her real-life equivalent? What happened to real-life New Jersey? Well, this right here is real-life New Jersey. 
She is the one of five, I believe, Iowa-class battleships. Only three were actually built and commissioned. Uh, the other two, I think, did not make it. But, and she was also commissioned during the end of the war, so after kind of the war already ended. So she didn't serve too long. Um, in like an actual war, like general war, like World War II was. But she did have the longest uh, serving battleship out of the other battleships in her class, her sister ships. The other one being Iowa. She was decommissioned kind of at the end of World War II, and then Reagan recommissioned her for the Vietnam War, and I think she served in some operations there until she was also decommissioned again. But what happened to her, right? So she didn't get sunk like the Yamato-class battleships of the Japanese. Well, she's actually a museum ship, and she's boarded in Philadelphia or the New Jersey River right there, and you can go and you know pay for it and visit this ship a lot of old monument world war ii battleships are also her other sister iowa i believe is also another museum ship you can go and visit with the first big super uh aircraft carrier which is the enterprise is in san diego and is also a museum visit so this is actually one of my goals for the coming years to visit gashi in real life I thought that was just kind of a fun history fact. If you want to see what, what battleships were like and be on it, there you go. It's a very easy trip here in the United States. Go visit them. Of course, there are other ships from other nations around the world and submarines that you can go visit as well that are museum ships. But I thought I would share this one in particular because the one started it all naval ship battle craze for me anyway that's going to conclude this show i hope you enjoyed this little history lesson make sure to leave a like comment and subscribe it really helps me out uh you will have a comment you can leave that below i will check that and reply to it when you can if you want to read our articles or check out our website it's all up on there you can also go to our youtube channel and check out our previous uh podcasts and shows and seasons and conversations that we've had and you can also listen to the podcast version on itunes spotify and soundcloud as well this has been your host salty waffles signing off and i hope you guys are having a wonderful climb <laughs>